0: suits fans we are here to talk about suits it's the 101st episode it's here it's loud it's live it's next you're tuning into the destination for tv superfan discussion after buzz tv and now let the buzz begin okay.
1: yeah. i love getting, how everyone you has their own
2: fancy tonight, Jamie? oh yeah
1: well you yeah you uh spurred me on you, you said you in, were stepping baby. it up how yeah. could i not i think mean, you gotta kind of Leave with the rats. getting here. fancy tonight. I love it. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AfterBuzz TV
0: After Show for Suits. I'm your host Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at steve kaufman. That is K A U F M A N N. This is season seven, episode nine. By the way, I have it on hand at the board, and I almost Ron
1: Burgundy would it. Who? Nice. Alone. <laughs> Close but my call. Close left, call.
0: Mr. JB Zimmerman. Yes,
1: you guys can find me everywhere at Hey John Blake
2: hey guys I'm back again it's Erica Shannon and you can find me on Twitter at miss Airy baby
0: so we talked a lot last week about the 100th episode mm-hmm. being last week it felt like a season finale right yeah I think this week did a really good job of setting up some pins to be knocked down in one episode right yeah right I agree but like still having stakes and like some stuff is obviously gonna carry over and like it They had an unenviable
1: job in this episode, which was to restart, but don't really restart because we're gone next week. And to their credit, I think they did a phenomenal job. I mean, even though there was a lot more procedural elements Mm -hmm. going on, I thought this was, like, one of the most satisfying uh, versions of that. I mean, we got such a good, like, pairing of of everybody kind of coupled up (laughs) in a way, and it was... Yeah, across the board, there's a lot of um, satisfying moments, a lot of, of uh, group effort. It was weird not seeing Alex, but everybody else was just um, on their game. I mean, we can't have Alex forever, I guess. True. He's got to gotta do double time flying back to Miami. Then
2: what, <laughs> what? I don't understand, then, why he was brought in. I mean, I understand why he was brought in because he was a name and it was somebody to draw, potentially. But I don't understand why he was, I I had a feeling that he wasn't going to become like a regular. Mm. And so I just, it was, it's like, why would you, I mean, it's a role, but it just, it didn't make sense.
0: Similar to, Jessica's a bad example because we, there are people in that world that it's acceptable that we don't see every week. Oh yeah. And I think when, especially when you get someone like Dulé Hill, like it's kind of accepted where it's like, you're not going to see Dulé Hill every week. Yeah. And that's what I, and since Jessica left, like we're not going to see Jessica every week and I'm okay with it and I think. We're going to we get plenty of Alex when we get him. Yeah, and I, I do like that.
2: We agreed last week that he would kind of take the Katrina aspect where he would right. he might pop in when necessary. Yeah. But I don't know what case they'll have going forward that they'll need to pull him in on.
0: Possibly. That's a good point. Definitely. Right.
1: Well, yeah, it just kind of depends on on which um character he works well with cuz I think he's like as like he's much more specific in, in what kind of episode he can be in because he works well with Harvey, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, now we had Harvey very much so paired up with Mike, mm-hmm. and then there was, you know, the Donna connection. That's kind of all body them together. So they can't really steer him away from that. You know, like... Lewis has had this thing with uh, with Brian, so he's kind of the natural yeah. parent for him. That kind of takes him off the table for, for working with Alex, so there's really no other person. And and we're, we were talking about characters that kind of pop up more here and there. Robert Zane, we got a huge amount of him this episode.
0: So. The, the season.
1: Yeah, oh, Well, in the last two, I guess this two episodes, stand. I think,
0: and they, this is a little inside baseball, but I think if you're hiring an American actor who doesn't live natively mm. on that show and isn't a regular on that show you can kind of see you can kind of predict when they are and aren't going to be on the show so if you had Robert Zane last week we're more likely to get him this week because if they're shooting the episodes sequentially you're going you're like well we, we, we're going to fly that out. we're going to fly, fly Wendell Pierce out right. for this block of time for two whole episodes yeah. so by not seeing Alex this week it might be presumed we don't see him next week and we're not going to see him until the winter episodes start
2: that makes sense
0: that makes sense, doesn't always happen. It's TV. True, true. Um, Let's jump into the Donna, Rachel, Mark of it all. We ended last week that Rachel's text is what stopped Donna from going through with this date with Mark that if she's anything like Lewis, she would have regretted. Mm -hmm. Right. Holistically just hated it, regretted it. (sighs) We're building up to next week, but this week felt like a holding pattern.
1: Line. I mean, uh, it's all because of, like, the Donna Harvey thing, which I which I hate. And I, I, feel, I feel like I was literally driving to the studio thinking about, like, why I have such a problem with them being in a romantic relationship.
2: With Donna and Harvey? Yeah, Donna right.
1: and Harvey being together again, which is, like, obviously a very, a bi- like, a big fan-favorite theory that I just, like, do not buy into. Um, unpopular opinion. But I was trying to figure out why, and I, I guess the only thing I can come up with is that if... They do end up together. It's got to be at the end of the show because I can't like the relationship. Don and Harvey (laughs) kills the like working Don and Harvey for me. I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe like some people can make work. I have such a hard time seeing both Don and Harvey in a relationship.
0: Is either something so cosmically different that we can't even fathom what it would look like, right? Or it's the exact same thing it's always been but they just go to the same bed.
2: <laughs> where they kiss.
0: Yeah, like... Where, <laughs> but, like, where they kiss once they're down
1: in the car. Like... I guess, but that's, like, the least the fun other. marriage ever. Because, I mean, like, they...
2: But what are you using that to... What are you using as Well, a no, I mean, like, you know, I
1: like both of the characters, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, the the new bad guy, Andy, mm-hmm. kind of took a dig at Donna, like, oh, you're at the same place. You've always been, like, serving Harvey, like, doing his, you know, beck and call. And I think for them to be like a successful relationship or uh yeah. like marriage, they should be a little bit more equal and and a little less like boss employee. She would be and not to say that she doesn't hold her own. No, she no, tells like, them to like and I sit think
0: down. Over year like over years her being COO would be a much clearer transition. Right. That's a really difficult transition for one month you're Harvey's assistant and mm-hmm. have been for decades. Right. And then the next month your COO of the same company that's not very big. Well right. depending
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> depending on which reality we're taking of today's episode, how many people actually work in
1: that office. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: There were and lot. can and can scream shame at Lewis. There are yeah. a lot today. <laughs> it's like,
1: that is the best. I, like, that's probably my favorite uh, pop culture thing that they do. And I, in this episode, they yeah. definitely even even referenced, like, uh, Game of Thrones, like, by name, because it was such a good homage. Although, but, speaking, um, we are, we are going to come to the Lewis, Brian, okay, and the, nice. like, Lewis, Bryan it, Sarah, totally. all the stuff. But
0: bringing up Lewis, the Lewis-Donna, like, showdown next week, essentially, like, the, the pre-deposition. Yeah, the mock trial. Mm-hmm. The mock trial, the pre-deposition, like... I'm excited for this. That it's because the last time Lewis did this, like it was some of the best TV, where you just go, like, oh, right, yeah. oh,
2: how how deep is he going to go? Like how how much is he going to dig into? Yeah,
1: that? it Yeah. it was it's going to be crazy because he's done it before too. So mm-hmm. him having to do it again, like with new tricks, I guess. <laughs> also, right after having that session with Doctor Lipschitz, being like, we have to give you mechanisms to like keep your lashes to a minimum like <laughs> i yeah i mean better late than never but we'll we'll see how he kind of walks that line i'm interested if
0: he's gonna be a savage like early se- early suits season like season one through like three lewis is just so incredibly savage yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: that like i feel like he's grown as a person that he's still gonna be the savage lawyer mm-hmm. but not i don't know
2: like if he's, he's gonna hold himself back or but he's going to feel himself going there and then stop himself? No. <laughs> you think he if, once he starts going you think he's just going to keep going?
0: Or he's going to try to find a way to not go there and still get the job done? But I I don't know it seems to me like he's going to he's going to uncover some stuff that Donna's then going to have to deal with. Cuz we we she mentioned it to Rachel in this episode where she was like
1: I feel bad that I put Harvey over myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I think he's probably going to find out that, you know, Donna and Harvey did actually have like a one night thing, yeah. you know, like way back when. And then when he threatens to bring that up in front of the whole company, I think her standing as COO is definitely going to be looked at differently. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. That calls it into question, like her own. Because, you know, she's had doubts this yeah. season. Of you know again going from assistant to COO, kind of a big jump, especially not being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, granted she does kick ass at the job, but she definitely slept with a boss too. <laughs> so, you know, these are are things that a lot of people would kind of you know make faces at.
2: Yeah, Yeah, because then it would call into question, like, how she got the job.
1: Right, exactly. And, like, you know, if she did it once, like, who's to say, like, Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly.
0: You slept with Harvey that one time over ten years ago. And he paid you back. And became COO. Right, right. (laughs) Became COO at a random time. Yeah.
2: I mean, if people have a problem with her having the job to begin with, they would use anything.
0: Yeah, exactly. To try to get her out of it. And that's just haters gonna hate. Speaking of haters, gonna hate Andrew's a bit of a hater here. Oh, boy. And, yeah. I, first off, love this guy. Jeez. And yeah. I like, I love the way Mike prefaced this in the opening, but then, like, really throughout the episode, we got into this doesn't play into Mike's altruism at all.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. just because these corporate, just because these Wall Street corporate types are like terrible and sleazy people, mm-hmm. they're terrible and sleazy people mainly to each other because that's where all the money is. Right. And that's, that's the kind of stif, stuff Mike's completely okay with doing corporate law.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. You're a broker gone after another broker. You're both millionaires. Whatever. Harvey and the firm needs a win. Mm-hmm. Andrew has a lot of them and needs to get knocked down a peg. Harvey, of course, doesn't remember he worked with Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Which,
1: no. For three years. <laughs> classic Harvey.
2: I mean, if you like, yeah, what, what, he said three offices down.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so Just you a couple doors down. him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And like, Donna
0: remembers you and you
1: remember Donna. Like it's it, Yeah, it can't be that big of an office. It's not like a money-making firm or like it's well, supposed it's a DA's to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, or it's it's, it's, a, the, it's, a, yeah. it's a public servants office. So it's, yeah. You know. But
2: then again, if Harvey's spending most of his time with Cameron Dennis, like he wouldn't have time to
1: Right. I, I mean, to yeah, totally not I mean not knowing the guy's middle name perhaps, but like not <laughs> or recognizing the dude. That's that, what like he saw for 3 years. I'm bringing my like, own
0: perception into that, but I'm terrible with names, but great with faces. Yeah. So there could be a possibility where Harvey sees him at that gym and goes, "Andrew. <laughs> yeah, just was <laughs> curious what you were up to." I just Ah. Yeah. Still there? You're still 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 public yeah. public sector? Really? Okay. To, to me
2: it made sense that he didn't remember him. I don't know. Yeah. There's just something even if the DA's office is kind of small, I still believe that Harvey's just kinda of yeah, total absolutely. vision. Yeah, and yeah. the DA's
0: office was a stepping stone for him. Yeah. That it makes a bit it makes enough sense where it's like, Well, he don't he only cared about like two people at that office anyway. Of course he's not gonna remember anybody else. Yeah.
2: But Andrew has an axe to grind.
1: Yeah, like, he he's is. not a fan. He's and
0: not, he not a fan. All. And that, that flashback was very good at saying, like, very good at showing us he sees the writing on the wall. Like, this is a stepping, this is a stepping right. stone for Harvey. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be at this office the rest of my life because I want to put bad people away. Yeah. Good for you, I guess.
1: But see, like, and that's the thing. Even though he said that and he, like, was... Like coming at it where he's a type of person that, like, wants to be, like, basically the Mike, I guess, uh, Mm a very altruistic, like, type of person. That's that was his justification for being in that job. Clearly, he doesn't because right now he's, he's like completely letting um, his own ego get in the way. And, like, you know, there, this, this case is very much not. Queer cut like putting a bad person away. Definitely. At least at the stage that well, we've seen I, it right now, and
0: that's what he picked it for. It was, oh, you're gonna beat this lawyer because this lawyer is just not on your level, and you're gonna you're gonna wipe the floor with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natty's niche in the chat. I feel like Mike should have done his due diligence on Andrew before the case, before suggesting Harvey take the mm. case.
2: I, agree. I guess I was yeah. watching it and I was like, "Good job, Mike, giving well, Harvey this." Yeah,
1: but but I mean, again, if if. Harvey hadn't even like didn't even remember the dude like it. It's be hard to even figure that out. Like how do you? I mean, to be fair, okay. I mean,
0: the due diligence would be looking beyond the past fifteen wins that were in the journal because they're talking about the journal. It was Mm -hmm. the he's fifteen wins in the journal. He's fifteen wins. It's reported in the journal. He's cleaning up Wall Street. Let's take this guy down a peg. And they painted a good enough character here where he's not altruistic like Mike is either where he's actually he's just as self-serving as Harvey mm-hmm. oh, yeah. but lying about it. Yeah. Cuz at least Harvey at a certain point was like, well, no, I'm going to go do corporate law cuz I want to win and make a bunch of money.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas Andrew wants to win and then still get to say like I'm cleaning up the world and being altruistic like which isn't true. Right. That's not true justice. That's not. He's doing it cuz he wants recognition for doing it.
2: Yeah.
0: Whereas Harvey at least at a certain point understood yeah, I'm doing it because I want to do it, so I'm less interested in helping the little guy. Right, and then and that, I'll, I'd and rather that, feel guilty about that than lie to myself my whole my whole life.
2: And that was evident when Andrew was deposing. I don't know if we got.
0: We didn't catch the that one. Yeah, name. we didn't catch the client's but name. But he
2: was like, "I don't care. Yeah, if you're guilty, I don't or care not, if you're guilty you're, or, you're or not. Going we're,
1: to jail." I think
0: you and I both were pointing at the screen at that moment. Yeah, no, I I was like, I don't like this, dude. I
1: actually wrote that down. I was like, this guy is... Because
0: normally in corporate law, like, you can say something like that. Mm -hmm. If it were Robert Zane detaining someone against Harvey, that wouldn't be admissible. Because it's whatever, it's civil. Yeah. It's a civil lawsuit. Right. It's a civil lawsuit. Attorneys say what they say. When you're the district attorney. Yeah. You can't can't just say, I don't care if you're innocent or guilty. I'm going to take you down either way. Yeah. What? The
1: Attorney yeah, General I mean, look, can't, that's are, not are, something that... What? Yeah.
2: And then that's, that's when his personal got involved, that's when his ego got involved, because he didn't... Because he doesn't care. He, doesn't, exactly. he wasn't exactly. a prosecutor at that point. He was Andy facing off against Harvey.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah which, and he's just trying to prove something.
0: Which, this is us defending him, because we've been following him for 101 episodes, but mm-hmm. Harvey's at least honest about yeah. right. who yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm here yeah. to win. Totally. I'm here to win, so I'm picking cases where the rate is high, but the stakes the stakes are only as high as the rate. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and I think that's what makes uh, Andy such a good villain or, or person to hate. Definitely. Be- because that, like, being so flip-floppy with your mor- morals, like, even someone like Cameron Dennis, he's not the greatest guy, but it's hard to... At least he's, like, authentic in what he does bad, like, he... <laughs> He, you know, will do anything to win a case, including, like, anything illegal. Like, he's no yeah. bound about that. But, like, he's at least got a code. It's like Dexter, you know? Like, you can take a little less blame when they're, like, <laughs> at least honest about who they are. Andy is, you know, someone who doesn't do that. It's Where it's just, like, it's just about winning and it doesn't matter. Like, he's got no code. It, uh, so it seems. There's actually a lot of talk in the about... chat.
0: There's a lot of talk talk in the chat based on the Mike should have done his due diligence. Really? Where, the, where there's a lot of talk of like, man, Mike, Mike keeps throwing Harvey really dumb cases. Yeah. <laughs> like Mark, Mike isn't being very helpful right here. And I I think did, it'll ultimately be helpful.
2: What did Mike end up saying? Where he was, he said something to the effect of, "If I had known your history with Andy, I wouldn't have brought this." That's case exactly to you. what he said. And then Harvey said in response, "Like if I had." known about my history with Andy I would have picked right. this fight myself yeah, we it wouldn't have even gotten this far but
0: I don't know the more I think about it the more I think there's a bit of a stretch where he must have only read that article in The Wall Street Journal and didn't but even then it was the same office it was ne- like he never jumped offices mm-hmm. a- Andrew did so it's I'm gonna stop thinking about it because it was th- <laughs> like yeah. this it made it's sense make, to me in the show it's
2: gonna make less sense the more and it was about
0: it. And the fact that Mike Ross, also a superpowered lawyer, might only read the Wall Street Journal report and go, "Let's take down this guy." And if Harvey had beef with him, he'd remember.
2: It would be right. It would have been nice, maybe, to see how Mike came to the decision to maybe explain it a little bit more.
0: I've, but I think we're supposed to take that scene at face value that he read The Wall Street Journal, like everyone That's does. It. He read like because anyone in business finance, obviously high-powered lawyers in New York that the journal is your Bible. It's your daily Bible and you read the you read the Wall Street Journal, so if he saw someone on the cover of the Wall Street Journal who is cleaning up Wall Street and he's this hotshot prosecutor, hey, why doesn't Pierce Inspector Litt take down this guy? So we're in this thing that I'm reading that everybody else reads. And maybe that was all the, like that had to have been all the reasoning or he would have known Right.
1: Well plus Harvey's got a lot of enemies too. So mm-hmm. like you know, I, I don't think it's, at, it's like, priority one to make sure, for like, on Mike's uh, mm-hmm. checklist, to be like, hmm, is this guy all, like, yeah. does he have a good rapport with Harvey? I mean, he knows that he's on shaky ground with a lot of people, and that's kind of how he likes it, honestly. Like, he he doesn't go looking for, for people that hate him, obviously, <laughs> but he's very used to swimming in those, like, shark-infested waters.
0: Yeah, yeah. and... He didn't know him, right? Like, it's and just, like he didn't
1: even remember him. He, like, I think it was all in Andy's mind. I mean, obviously he was he was really trying to grind, and and it
0: well, and they and they compared him to
1: Lewis Little Lot. They compare yeah. they yeah. compares,
0: like they compared him to Lewis Little Lot in the sense Absolutely. that some people just have Harvey problems.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. some people
0: see Harvey, and like, and by Harvey I mean like there are people that are right around your age and roughly your skill set who are doing in your mind way better than you. Right. Yeah. And you project all of. You project all of the reason. You project all of your excuses that could have been you mm-hmm. onto that person. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Harvey. It's Harvey Lewis. It's Andrew Harvey. It's it happens to Harvey a lot because Harvey's one of the best. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it happens to Mike a lot. We just haven't noticed, and he's so nice. He runs a charity, and like, when are him and Rachel gonna get it get it all together? Follow yeah. those two. Um,
2: Speaking of Mike, I thought it was pretty interesting that he basically admitted he thought his client the client was guilty yeah which was interesting i don't know it's shocking it's we've like gone seven seasons but i don't know if mike's ever taken on somebody that he knows
0: i'm sure in the history of the show he has but it's shocking how rare it's been in this mm-hmm. show like it's a t- true testament to this show that like we're noticing this as the that feels really rare for mike to just openly defend someone who's 100 guilty yeah because he's usually, they, he's usually right. not in this position, or if he is, it, it ends quickly. Like, this is one of the few times where he's like, no, he's guilty. He's guilty, I don't care.
1: <laughs> we don't I, care, we I came here it, for a win. Not yeah, to... I mean, it was different, like, after coming off of a case that, like, was literally about people in, in prison getting killed or getting their lives, like, ruined.
2: Mm-hmm. This
1: is, like, the other end of the spectrum where it's, like, not... Uh, it's still bad. It's still a yeah. crime. But it's like a very white-collar thing that they're doing. It's like more logistical and, and for profits, pretty much. It, it seems more like just like a little bit like not above board business. Yeah. Um, so
2: you thought it would have been... would well, no, I mean, obviously,
1: like... I no, I just think it's it's not a complete character flip for Mike to be no. okay with doing this. Like he is a lawyer. He does have to defend people to the best of his abilities or like to the extent of the law.
0: And I, I think the majority of corporate law that Mike would be practicing just would be mind numbingly boring. Mm. It would it would be mind numbingly boring similar to how most of us don't and the show I think did a good job of kinda of glossing over exactly what happened. It seemed like the CEO woman wanted to sell something quickly before the quarter or the year is done so mm-hmm. she can get a bigger bonus. Yeah. Right. That's basically what Which it was. Which I didn't realize was a crime first time. Yeah. Like, I guess, I, I guess you could argue by doing that, you're not, you're skirting your fiduciary responsibility to the company making the most money. Right. To making the most money for the company that quarter or that year. That year, so your bonus could be bigger, right? But that—how do you prove that? That's intent, especially if you don't have a memo,
2: right? And that was what he he's was fishing to Like
0: the more yeah, I think was. about this case, Andrew's fishing, yeah. And I wouldn't be shocked if the research Mike did do was that ten of the other fifteen cases Andrew was literally just fishing, yeah. Was that he knew he knew he could get somebody on the stand and cooperate, and just because these things are so muddled and public opinion toward people who make millions Mm -hmm. of dollars in a quarter will not be very high. And if he can prove that they broke a law regardless of how minor the law, a jury will convict it.
2: Now I'm wondering if that memo or even the threat of a memo would have come out if Harvey hadn't gotten involved. Because then there wouldn't have been the opportunity for Andy to say, well, this lawyer... No, he's playing... ...evidence and stuff like that. Would he just have gone against the client's original attorney... I think just straight on.
0: Um, we have to assume the original attorney wasn't as good as Harvey Mm -hmm. so that Andrew would have been already been the better attorney. So he would have already found up a way to make her slip up in deposition or make that attorney slip up in discovery or like if I'm thinking about it, if I'm thinking about it, it would be similar to poker where in poker you're playing your cards, position or the player. And then you have to order them in whatever way, every play you make. Whereas, Andrew's playing the player with Harvey because he can't beat him on the cards of the position. So he has to play the player. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it were a lesser attorney, he'd probably be more willing to play the cards of the position. That makes sense. And to those who don't play poker... I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> Sorry. I
2: understood that a little
0: bit. Position is where you are at the table. The cards are your physical cards. Mm-hmm. And then the player is the person holding them. Yeah. And you don't have to know about poker to know that you're playing one of those three things
1: first. Right. And that's why I was... Pretty cool to watch, um, you know, again, Mike and Harvey really at it, like, full blast. It's been a while since we've seen them team up and really, like, go against someone else and kind of be on the offensive. And that's Mm -hmm. why I I think I was more satisfied with this episode is, like, finally they're not, like, playing catch-up or they're not, like, covering for some mistake that they made. Which they've been, like, they've
0: been behind the eight ball... Seemingly oh, all since the time. Mike, seemingly all the time. like I don't think there's been an episode where they weren't behind the eight balls since Mike went to prison. Right. Like
1: since Mike went to prison
0: and the and firm essentially that, fell apart like, 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 when
1: he was go like on the road to doing that, they were playing defense. Like yeah, they've
0: been playing defense for a really long time. Mm-hmm. That like it's about time we had an offensive episode. Yeah. And like this episode, next episode. This is very much a, a win for the Wall Street Journal, a win for the gram, if you will. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what us kids would call. <laughs> You're yeah. Just doing it for the gram.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Gotta, I'm going to just take down the do hotshot
0: <laughs> prosecutor for the gram. Yeah. Um, I think we just about covered that case because that case right, is yeah. ongoing and it'll come up. Mm-hmm. It'll come up next week. Uh, let's get into the the Lewis of it all, which mm. we really want to talk about. Ooh, yes. Um. So, Lewis and Mufasa Bryan. The the episode starts with him walking through the office and the entire office screaming shame at him a la Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And then we jump into reality without any clear visual marker. Yeah. Right. Which they've established this visually with Lewis in this season, but they haven't done it as sudden. Like there's always been a visual marker to like, and now we're back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, when he started talking to Brian about the nipple stuff, I honestly yeah. thought, like, so is this a dream? <laughs> yeah, just what? Like you had to call a question everything saying? that like, was Like, immediately, doing. like, because at a certain point, like, they're talking about Dr. Lipschitz, and then we cut away to Harvey, so we're like, okay, so I guess we're back. Like, mm-hmm. I guess that was just, a like, a lapse in conscience. Right. And now we're back, but, like, there's still no visual marker, and I'm not complaining. I love it.
1: Yeah. I love no.
0: when they, like, leave that, at like... When they leave it in there for you, it's like, well, that had to not exist for anyone but us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lewis and us, whereas that probably existed, or there's probably a variation.
1: My uh, question above, for everyone,
0: yeah. do we think the guy who sold the crappy nipples?
1: Yeah, do you the, think... Do
0: we think he's actually Sheila's husband? I do
1: not. I think I think that part of the phone call didn't happen, it was in what Lewis said.
0: Well... The phone call happened, and he said, you "Oh, the phone the, call definitely. The happened. phone call happened. And he said you use the word inferior, definitely.
1: And I, which weeds up to the whole like countersuit thing. And yeah, I yeah. think that's all there. I think
0: that's all there. I don't think he, if that is true, I don't think he revealed that in that yeah. call. I'm not ruling out the fact that that's still the guy."
1: I mean, it could be. I just don't think so. I think, or to me, it was like the... Because if it's Lewis's subconscious, he knows who the guy is. Right. Let's not kid ourselves. He would have hired a
0: private investigator if he had to. He would have found out who that husband was.
2: In like a day? Isn't that the time? But, see, that's,
0: that's my point. Since he actually did it, he, got, he saw her like a week, or a couple of days before, and then he actually... Like, he saw her at Columbia a couple days before, and then like, there was a whole weekend
1: where she actually invited him over... Yeah, and I just, Facebook. Like she, he doesn't need to hire a private investigator. He can find right, out who it is. Real right. Fast. I, I just feel like if he was that guy, if he was like the husband, there would be a bigger fallout. Like the marriage would be off, or like Sheila would come bursting in. Like we did. Like I'm not something. saying he knows. Okay. I'm not
0: saying Louis. Like. I'm
1: saying you're Lewis, not saying that he said those things. I'm but not you're saying, saying he said those he things. Could be this, I'm saying they're leaving person. the door okay. open for okay. him okay.
0: to still be the husband. Okay.
1: Because Lewis is like su- an unwi- unknown. And maybe husband. even
0: Lewis so. didn't know, but his subconscious showed us that because his subconscious gotcha. deep down inside somehow knows. Interesting theory. That, that feels like something you don't just leave on the table.
2: I think that conversation actually happened because of the specificity really? of it. He said. I'm her fiancé. Whatever he said. He said something very specific. He didn't say something like, you're the type of man that will sleep with an engaged woman. He didn't leave it general. He said, I'm Sheila's fiancé or something like that. So the fact that he was specific about it, I think that's what lent itself to be more real to me. Interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Because it it wasn't.
2: When he walked in the office, the receptionist said, homewrecker. She didn't say... You just had a weekend fling with Sheila. Like mm-hmm. she, she didn't make it specific. So Right. I think taking it that extra step and being more detailed, I think that's what allows it
0: to be more real to me. Yeah. It feels like he has it that detail. It could be. But he could also project. Yeah. We were just talking about Lewis and Harvey for years, like he projects. Like right. it's not ridiculous to think this was a one off.
1: No, definitely. And it'd be I...
0: interesting to know, um, Kelly H in the chat says I don't think it happened. Or no, okay, it definitely didn't happen. I, I saw some people in the chat mentioning that they, they think it's the, that this is the guy. Mm-hmm. Really? Interesting. Very I may interesting. just be putting words in their mouth now because I don't want to be alone. Yeah. If
2: Lewis had looked him up in any kind of way, don't you think he would have recognized him when they went to the office? When he and Brian went to the office? Right. There would have been something that... We would have seen on Lewis's face that's like oh, a realization. I might be,
1: I might be proposing yeah. a crazy theory here. I mean, I'm he, sticking with it. Lewis, Lewis Lewis is, the chat is coming is, down is, on me. Is, like no, you're <laughs> wrong, Steve. Lewis is so obsessive. Like I feel like he wouldn't have, he wouldn't just be able to walk away from it if it was this guy. You you're right. I mean? He wouldn't. Like, and you know, having when he was talking to Brian, like when he had time to cool down, um, I felt like that's where they related a lot. Like Brian was like, yeah. I... I lost it. Like, my brain, like, just, like, switched into a different mode. And he just, like, got so caught up in the anger. And, like, that's when inferior got, like, thrown in there. Because he was projecting. And I think that rang true for for Lewis a lot. And so, for me, that's sort of the explanation. When when he heard inferior, that's, like, when the lights switched off. And he just blacked out. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) No, I... I'm not gonna take it back
0: because I want to. Totally. yeah, I, 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 I want bask should, in the glory yeah. next week if it's true. Yeah, hey, that. that'd be, be super cool. B- but I'm fully prepared to walk back that Fair statement. Enough. <laughs> Fair enough. is the way I'll go about it. I, do, I so much Lewis this episode, Love it everything yeah. about it.
2: I do, I do love the fact that Brian, as a new dad, is like fiercely protective. Yeah. Of that title of father. Yeah. He's like, you're not gonna call me. A bad father, especially when you don't know me, guy. I don't. know. Yeah. Oh, I just met you.
1: Mufasa Brian. No, yeah. I. I I was with Lewis, where it was like, yeah, this it yeah. was so cool. It was that nice fire to see was him. warranted. I really yeah.
0: enjoyed because Brian, up until now, had been a reluctant pushover like a reluctant pushover, and up until this moment, where it was mm. like, but it was because he's a father. He was a reluctant pushover because he was a father. And then somebody called into question whether he was a good father. And he was like, excuse me?
2: He's like, I stay up late nights. Yeah,
0: like, you literally picked at the one thing Mm -hmm. I know like I've devoted my entire life to doing. And then tied it into the other thing I've devoted my entire life to doing. Okay, I've devoted my life to two things. (laughs) One is more important than the other. And, like, he just spat that fire and I loved it.
2: I mean, but, okay, so is this guy... They're like that company's general counsel. Who is this guy?
0: He's in a he's established. He's Did in the know? associate. He's an associate in the er. who, no, no, no. Brian, Brian? Brian or the uh, no no the guy he was talking to guy. potential the nipple guy the nipple dude
2: yeah
0: um he, yeah I, I'm pretty sure he's just
1: the counsel for I, the for the company.
0: You're right. They never specified whether he was counsel or the CEO because both parties said we. Right. I would imagine. I would imagine he was probably the counsel. A lot of.
2: Because I was I was I was asking that question to say Brian offered up the fact that he's a father. Mm. Had he not said anything, that guy wouldn't have thrown it back at him. Yeah, and then that whole conflict wouldn't have happened. But who knows?
1: Well, you know, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I it would have to be a very law savvy CEO <laughs> mm-hmm. of a nipple company, which I don't think just uh,
0: want to say is the thing. I'm convinced. I, I'm pretty sure that's what we're after right it's now. A technical term. I um. <laughs> It is both a body part and a device. It's not, they're not real nipples. And it was funny
2: every time they dropped it; like it wasn't overly used. Yeah, the they
0: they laid off the nipples mm-hmm. a, yeah. a, after after about midway through the episode. Um, they really laid off the nipples. <laughs> um, Gretchen going in this week.
2: Oh, that's amazing. Yes, yes, preach
1: Gretchen. Gretchen. Queen, I I love her. She is like the she's become full blown like that firm mom, mm-hmm. and I can be happier. Like she, yeah, like it was such a cool moment. Like to she yell yells, at y- yells at Lewis, then yells at like her son. Like, yeah. like it was it was perfect. I was like, "This is well," because she
0: yells at Lewis for yelling at Brian. Yeah, and then she yells at Brian. Yeah, yeah for for, for, for being how yeah.
1: dare you yeah. speak ill right. of Lewis? Disrespectful. right? Yeah, and to like be and like a man. didn't that even that refute. Yeah. Like,
0: didn't even refute. Like, yeah, Lewis probably shouldn't have treated you that way. He did. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Right.
2: Are you gonna sit down and cry, or are you gonna get yeah. up and? Take
0: he action. wasn't the exactly. best person, but it came from it came from a place. It came from a pure place because you let him down. You did, like you yeah. did wrong.
2: Yeah.
0: Like I, I exactly, like, you made a mess. I like, like when the moral better, tale is that you clear. Clean, clean up. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're both gonna apologize. In the meantime. Yeah. In the meantime, are you gonna resign? Like, I. No. Yeah. I, I, it was such a good moment. I do see. I do understand, Brian. Like, I Brian Brian like resigning made mm-hmm. complete sense to me. Oh yeah. That he needed a Gretchen to literally like slap him into shape. Yeah.
2: But I appreciate it because when Gretchen first came on, wasn't she like Donna, but not in Pierce Inspector, Pierce Inspector or whatever. But she knew things or she was able to perceive things.
0: Well, she wasn't. She hadn't been a secretary at a law firm, I believe. I believe she was a secretary at. Because it was on this very show. Because. It was years ago where the uh, first episode, Donna had a list of applicants and Gretchen was like third on the list. And I took a screenshot and deci- I took a screenshot and we all decided Gretchen would be the candidate. And then the nice. next week he hired Gretchen. It was really cool. It was a big deal.
1: Nice. <laughs> but her
0: her experience was not that of an assistant or executive assistant or a secretary as much as it was more hands on, which is what made her more necessary for t- to handle something like Lewis.
1: Yeah, and she—I mean, she's also the only assistant, really, that we know. I mean, I'm sure there are others working in the background. Yeah. Um, Hopefully,
2: not at Harvey's desk. Well, people hey, just walk in out of a... there like it's nothing. <laughs>
1: there's there's people to, to shake shame bells when they're necessary, but, but
2: nobody but to stop
1: no Andy one's from no one's walking the phone in. in. Yeah. Um,
0: I would just like to put out a public notice. I will go up. I will go up to Canada and shoot <laughs> episodes if. Harvey needs an assistant that's against type to so like what Donna would be. I
2: was gonna say that would be yeah, interesting to see Harvey with a, a male assistant.
0: Our Ari had Ari and Entourage had a male assistant for very long. It wasn't Lloyd. There was a separate like broy male assistant, and they bonded. It was really really good.
2: Wait, when? Like,
0: nice. the, the end of the like because Lloyd became a like a, Lloyd became oh, right. an agent head in the, the middle TV, of the yeah. episode. Head, head yeah, head like, of the TV department. We became an agent and then head of the TV department yeah. in the middle of the series. Let's talk, it's Entourage now, guys. Yeah. And then he had, like, a real broy assistant for a pretty long time. It's it's possible. The dynamic works.
1: Hey, switch it up.
0: Do you need my HBO Go login? Because I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're talking about Entra. we probably move on to the next topic? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about uh, Robert and Rachel Zane and a bank that's doing predatory lending. Mm-hmm. Which, love that we're, we got more Robert Zane, love that we got the initial... I love that we got the initial motivation that he wanted to do a case with, like, a slam dunk case with his daughter. But I also love both, like, the deep-seated roots of the CEO, but also that he saw Mike laying it all on the Mm -hmm. line. After everything Mike's been through, he's laying it all on the line to help prisoners he's never met, necessarily, because he he was in a public prison, but he understands the system. And it really motivated Robert that it's, like, I mean, if Mike's going to do it now, like if if Robert Zane were ever in a point, if we're ever in a place to actually do good in the world, it's now. Mm -hmm. Which that motivation enough would be enough to go after predatory racist loans or mortgages. It gets deeper. That CEO also sexually harassed his sister? I think so. Rachel's aunt. So his his sister. And then fired her when she complained. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: I will say, before that, we ended up, we talked about it last week, about the conversation between yes. Robert and Rachel. It was quick. It happened. He was, yeah. he, he. I'm trying to think of the right word, not appreciated, but he respected that she did what she did as a lawyer. And he was like, okay, we're done. <laughs> moving on.
1: Yeah. And I think that's what allowed them to actually, like, work together. Like, he was able to see her as, a, like, just professional mm-hmm. and, like, be able to separate the two. Um, so that was really cool to see them work together. Obviously, this was a passion thing for for Robert, being that it was like his family and like he felt like that he had done wrong. Uh, I did w- want to see a little bit more Rachel. So hopefully, if this this case continues, that she, uh, you know, figures out a way to 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 s- step up or or not not necessarily step up, but like do a little more find find a solution that um, Robert is obviously not seeing because he's so close to it. I think she is fully capable of doing that, and and other than just calm him down, which she definitely needs as well, because yeah. he just kind of.
0: Well, and it's clear it... the case is well beyond. And I do, I do, I do like this entire story that he was like mm-hmm. he was a young lawyer. He was a young lawyer. There was literally nothing he could do for his own sister. It's like kind of like a, that's the world we live in, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. That stories like that always irk me because it. it it reminds me of a study I'll, I'll say briefly that is allegedly, the way the study went is they put, five, they put five monkeys in a room and they put bananas at the top. They put bananas at the top of the, at the ceiling and they put a, then they introduce a ladder into the room. If all five monkey they, Once they introduce the ladder, all five monkeys try to climb the ladder to get to the bananas. Once they do that, they pour water, they pour sprinklers on the monkeys. Monkeys don't like to get wet. None of them climb the ladder. They took one monkey out, put another in. That monkey immediately tries to climb the ladder and grab the and grab the uh, bananas. The other four monkeys, not wanting to get wet, beat up that monkey. And then they do that until they do that more than five times. Until the point is that four monkeys, none of whom were ever actually soaked by the water, beat up on a fifth beat yep. up on a fifth monkey who's just trying to grab a banana.
2: It's conditioning, not knowing well, yeah. why. Yeah. And
0: I think it's very similar. It's very like what Robert's seeing right now is very much like anytime somebody tells you, well, that's just the way things go around here. Ah, why? Yeah. If you can't tell me why. And I think that, that Robert part was very much, was very much like he needs the, like he knew the why was just bad. And it's like, that's how things are. And like, he's finally trying to be an agent of change. Yeah,
2: And I'm wondering if he's going to continue on this route because as we saw last week with the Reform Corp, it was, it was kind of personal for him too mm-hmm. because he was like, yeah. the people from my neighborhood, they've fallen into this life and so I want to do something to change it. I wonder is this now the direction that he's going to take his career in because if he's getting closer to retirement, he might think, like you're saying, I need to be an agent of change. I need to have some mark that I leave you know, the a mm-hmm. name, or I pass on to Rachel and she continues, or something like that.
0: Or at least do right by somebody. Some like at least right a wrong. He wanted to because mm-hmm. he's going after the CEO mainly to right the wrong. He he seemed a little transparent about it to be very honest. Like I need to depose the CEO. Yeah, you can have twelve loan officers, and then maybe a bank manager. like can we? If <laughs> we
2: get past the loan officers, <laughs> like, yeah. Let's
1: start thinking. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I like the new Robert Zane. Um, you know, he used to be a little bit more one-dimensional, and he was just that like aggressive bulldog kind of like Lewis was in, in in the early days, and just kind of was more one-note. And to see him call himself out on that and try to change, try to do like pro bono cases, try to do something for like the greater good, like is. Is really cool and and you can see like it's still a struggle like he still goes about it in a similar way where it's like bulldoze by people and just like force them almost to uh, to change and that's why I think him partnering with Rachel is actually really cool because she's the opposite like she is very more like like calm and like collected yeah she's warm she you Mm -hmm. know she can like honestly I see her like next episode like appealing to these people to get them to like admit something um, as like more of like a friend obviously Robert is not able to do that so you know them being a team is really cool and and not something that like other people it is really like exemplified anywhere else yeah I'm really happy with this I
0: was I'm about to ask do we think Robert Zane we see him next week? But that's a prediction, and I think we're ready. I was just going to oh, say, sorry.
2: really quick, I think it was intentional that the first loan officer that they brought in was a woman of color. Oh, that was absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. her name
0: might as well have been Token. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: They brought her in intentionally because they're like, how are you going to challenge how? you know predatory lending when you're sitting in front of an employee of this company?
0: And that's why yeah. Robert
2: was like, how can you work for
0: people like this? Also, let's get into predictions. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> your afterbuzz tv predictions okay something that jumped out at me immediately oh corporate gives us an algorithm corporate gives us an algorithm that strips away all the identifying data there's your gun mm-hmm. who made the algorithm right okay. what is the and like it's actually well known in litigation now that like algorithms are considered proprietary so you can't subpoena that so i'm sure if you subpoena I'm sure if you subpoena what like the nuts and bolts of that algorithm are You can actually find
1: pretty clear racism in it, right? Well, and also just the fact that there is an algorithm for identifying those characteristics, and even if it is like intended to mix it up, that means it can also do the opposite, which is filter it. Mm -hmm. And like, well, because and I think he even he alluded
0: to that in his anger, which was just no, you. But why are they asking for your race or income? Like, why are they asking? For your race or marital status or things that don't apply to whether or not you should get a good mortgage. Mm-hmm. Or I also don't understand why garbage saying, mortgages exist, but that's a whole thing. she yeah. was
2: saying it's because to protect against fraud, which eh.
0: I... it's but it's a thing in the financial. It's a thing in the financial world where people where companies will claim, well, that algorithm is proprietary. If we give it to you right. in open court, if we give it to you in open court, then everyone will have it. But, but, but then we can also like that, put ra- all. But right that's also you. where we can put our racism. Yeah. So
2: and um, Robert Zane's a good name? enough
0: person to get it get it out there. Davies,
2: yeah. her last name was Davies, I think. The other,
0: the yes. company's
2: attorney. Um, she was saying that we'll bring it. There's five more. Robert was saying there's five more that they have to see, and she was saying, and they're all going to tell you the same thing. Mm-hmm. That could be something too. You you've handpicked five. Loan officers of that would try to like throw you off. I don't know. I just, I, I think, I think they're gonna win because that's just the way that suits kind of works out of sometimes.
0: Course. They're definitely gonna win, and I think I wouldn't be shocked if they if he had to settle, or if right. he had to, or if he like rustled if he ruffled enough trees to like they're they're not gonna give you the algorithm. They're not gonna give you the algorithm, but they're gonna settle for a lot of money, and the right. CEO is gonna stay or. And he says, "I don't want the money. I want the CEO to step down and publicly apologize, or like it'll be something like that. That it will be very much a, like you can't always get what you want, kind of a tale."
1: Um, no, I agree. I, I think the bigger win is is honestly the Rachel and Robert Zane their relationship getting stronger because you know Robert, I think just it, this is a personal case for him. And he's doing it pro bono. There isn't like a huge amount of stakes other than righting a wrong that he feels bad about. That like happened to a family thing, so I think he would be okay with more of a personal um, r- resolve mm-hmm. t- uh, with with this guy with the head CEO on the other side. Like this Harvey Mike case, <laughs> complete opposite. Like if that goes south, like that's bad.
0: Um, he's Harvey's gonna beat him. That I don't. I think that's right. foregone. Also, um, Doctor Harvey, Doctor Agard is gonna have to leave, leave right? There's yeah. no way she survives past the summer.
2: No, I don't. I don't
0: think know. See, like she's like, held um, on way
1: too long, guys. But that's that's how I feel. Like they use these hiatuses to kind of make things feel bigger than they are. Yeah. Like You know, like basically, if we don't see Alex, for instance, next episode, you know, we there's a lot of bang for your buck there. Like where we come back in the winter, it's like he's been such a big part of the firm for so long. Like there can be these issues that come up. That are like, will like have a lot of stakes because he's technically been there for a while. Let's get to the big question Does Harvey
0: profess her love for, or sorry, does Donna profess her love for Harvey at the end of this episode, at the end of this episode, episode 10? Uh, probably. And, um, who said this in the chat? Pretty sure it was Jassim 9813 in the chat who i think she just came here to tell us this during predictions that she nice. think it's she thinks it's going to happen as a uh, cliffhanger.
2: I think so too. Yep. I agree.
0: <laughs> I think we're all in agreement that that's yeah. but then that's I'll even like take it a step ends. further.
2: I don't think Donna's going to necessarily say anything. It might be an action that turns on a light bulb for Harvey. Yeah. Because we see her leaving and I think something's going to happen or maybe she is going to say it i don't know but where he's going to go oh and then like chase after her
0: well and she's also she there's no doubt that she loves him so it's something right. more like i have feelings for you i can't just be i've always had feelings for you like i think about that night every day like there's something there there's something there that she's going to say that's just going to leave us just like <laughs> mm-hmm. february what mm-hmm. like it's just going to leave us in a place Um, do we have any predictions at large before we get on out of here? Ooh. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, I don't, but I have something to ask the chat or anybody else that's watching. Can somebody confirm for me that that was Nigel Sean Williams? That was the judge in, I believe that was Harvey's case. Yes. Um, if just some history, he, I believe that was the same man who played Artemis on the famous judge Jackson, which was an old Disney channel show. RIP to Lee Thompson Young. But if somebody can confirm that for me, because that's gonna drive me
0: nuts. Fair enough. Um, great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Trying to think. Um, Kelly H in the chat says she's gonna riot if Harvey stays with Doctor Agard.
2: I don't think we see her next season. Or I, next How can we? Set of episodes. How though. is
1: she? Well, because I the mean that's
2: episode. But that, I don't think she's gonna. Yeah, her I mean
1: she's serving right now as the obstacle for why I guess they can't mm. be together, other than my own just opinion against it. <laughs> <laughs> I. But that's what I mean. Like, that like that can be – that makes a big cliffhanger for me if she does say that to Harvey. Like, we see her say that, and he says, like, well, I'm in a relationship. Like, dun, dun, dun. Uh, Like, I don't know. Here's how I see it
0: from the board. Lewis is going to rile up some feelings in Donna, who is then going to have to confess them to Harvey. Harvey – is somehow either gonna have to share that or it's already gonna be well known between Harvey and Dr. Agard. I am forgetting her first name. And, um, Paula? Yes. It's gonna be, and Paula's gonna probably walk out on him because he can't just Jeez, alone, yeah. to, like, or that he can't easily choose her or be like, it's, it's, he's like, well, it's complicated. And then she's gonna walk out at him or some variation of that. Also, or mm-hmm. Harvey will wipe the floor with Andrew while it's all happening. I feel like that Harvey wiping the floor with Andrew, like Andrew is a worthy opponent, but yeah. a beatable in two episodes opponent, mm-hmm. right? Is I definitely I, I and, follow that, and now my wrestling is seeping in. So I think it's yeah, no, I
1: definitely, <laughs> I definitely think the the case is going to get resolved in a positive way. We're gonna have a satisfying it's season finale. We've got to crush this dude. It's Although, a great villain, but I, I Kelly H in the chat it.
0: is not alone in thinking this will be really disappointing if he's still with Doctor Akard at the end of episode ten. Would, I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of that sentiment. Like we're like universally enough, disliking enough. this plot. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I, I would feel more upset if this case gets dragged on till to next season. If this like Andy situation isn't resolved rather than the Paula thing. I can live the the winter. <laughs> you can live the winter pretending if, that if Harvey this tells him. Is gonna get, if Harvey tells out.
0: him and the Paula stuff is whatever. Yeah. I could deal with that. I think we're ready to go here. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Next week. Yeah, next I week. think we're all ready for uh, next week. It's gonna be so much fun. It's the summer finale. Yes. I'm um, starting with my furthest left.
2: Hey right, guys, thanks so much for joining us in the chat and listening. I'm Erica Shannon and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby.
1: Awesome. Yeah, definitely tune in next week, guys, for the finale. You guys can follow me until then at Hey John Blake. And,
0: and you athletes. guys can And you guys can follow me on Twitter, at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I do a lot of shows here at TV. I tweet about them regularly. I'm also doing The Sober Year. If you go to thesoberyear.com, it'll take you straight to that YouTube playlist where I'm doing a weekly vlog where I'm not drinking. Know that the lack of a beard has nothing to do with it. It's a separate thing. But go to to thesoberyear.com. And thank you and good night.